Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the big game pregame Maryland. That's right, guys. Before we get into it, let's do the housekeeping like usual. Uh, go to the YouTube page. Um, I am taking a 10-hour flight to London today. So I will have plenty of time to edit the two videos that I have recorded, just having enough time to edit them. And I will be putting them up uh, shortly. Well, not shortly, but soon. Go to YouTube, uh, Michigan, Maniacs, uh, Michigan Maniacs Podcast channel on YouTube. Like uh, I guess you just subscribe, right? It's not like social media. Anyways, then go to the social media aspect and go to the Facebook fan page, Michigan Maniacs Podcast, along with the Instagram. Uh, go ahead, like it. Uh, hit me up. Ask me some questions. I'm getting ready to also do Ask Ask Me Anything, so that would be good. Uh, send in some questions there. It looks like we've got quite a few already. Um, I take it my Michigan Maniac Nation is more of... Uh, a written out voice than it is a vocal so but if you guys are vocal please leave a voicemail easy way to do that just go to the platform uh, whatever platform it is that you listen to and in the show notes there would be a link just pop on that link bang bang zoom zoom ask me whatever you want it's all done okay go to both Instagram Facebook like subscribe also if you want a free sticker and these things are actually moving now I'm surprised but they are and that's awesome uh, go just whatever platform. Actually, you know what? Not all platforms have it. So let's just go with uh, uh, Spotify. Share with your friends. Then also go to uh, iTunes. Open that up. Let me know what's going on. Uh, most of them are going on iTunes. But whatever. Whatever ones. Google Podcasts, all that stuff. Apple Podcasts, all that good, wonderful things. Whatever platform that allow you to rate and review, do it. Hit me up on Instagram in the mention. Not in the mentions, but the DM. We'll go ahead and uh, give me your full name and the platform you did it on, and I'll send you out a sticker. Oh, and add your address. All right, let's get on with this, okay? Super excited about this game because we are finally on a roll. Now, this is one of these games where... Uh, where good teams dispatch of these awful teams real quick, okay? And it's also, I think it's a good uh, pop quiz if we're looking at tests, right? Because we want to see how we're going to do on the road now against a team we should beat. And we had we have added extra incentive because it is the Waterboy Bowl, as I call it, because this is exactly what Waterboy was like, the movie, with uh, the head coach of Louisiana, whatever, and then the Fonz over there at Dipshit University. Uh, so, really, the Fonz is our Josh Gaddis, and the dumb old 
you know, coach over there at Louisiana Tech is uh, Loxley. They're having a little bit of a tiff. Who called what plays? Who's the, the offensive genius behind a Alabama and everything that they did? It just, you know, a little bit of ridiculousness. Uh, but Gaddis is definitely going to be out to prove a point in this. So he's going to want to run up the score. And I'll be honest with you. It's probably going to be pretty fucking easy if we don't shove our heads straight up our butts. But if we do what I think we're going to do, because I really truly believe this team is different now, uh, we're playing the right team for it. Like, this is a confident booster, right? That This is the kind of the ugly chick at the end of the bar at 1 o'clock in the morning. You've already, you've already kind of scored with a few others in the last couple of weeks. They're pretty hot. You're just getting your confidence right after divorce, and boom, there she is. Kind of, you know, daisy-eyed, you know, just looked like she just left a church revival. She's kind of naive, a little bit tipsy. Perfect. That's the one for you. Obviously, remember, this is a comedy podcast along with sports. This is not my overall beliefs for all you sensitive people out there. I don't want to be hashtag me too'd on a fake fucking uh, uh, experience. So, uh, this is it. This is a slump buster. This is a, this is a confidence builder, guys. A confidence builder. Uh, because let's look at it. Uh, Maryland total defense. Now, because I'm going to go with their defense first because... Let's face it, that's what Gaddis is going to want to pick on, obviously, right? So we'll go. Um, so uh, total offense, they, I mean, the total defense is 117th in the nation. That's right. You know who's 92nd in the nation? Rutgers. <laughs> that's how bad Maryland's defense is, is that they're worse total than Rutgers is in defense. Now, you dig a little bit more, you see that their pass defense is ranked 124th in the nation. That's putrid. Um, 69th against the Rush. So this is perfect for uh, our boy Shea to get back on track and maybe light up the secondary a few and really get... Uh, this actually could be a great game for our wide receivers to have a little bit of a redemption game and show that they actually can catch a few balls instead of dropping everything that hits their hands. Um, I really, for the wide receivers to be so hyped throughout the spring and then fall and all that baloney, and then for them really not to live up to the hype yet, it's been kind of disappointing, but let's face it, no one was really throwing it to them at the beginning of the first six games. So... This is a game for them to really get on track, really show what they can do. I would love to see Nico Collins finally have a big game. Um, even though I think the one to turn to Nico having a big game is the arm strength of Shea Patterson. Nico gets behind the defense. Nico can take the top off of a defense. Shea just can't get it out of the bottle, if you know what I mean. He can throw it all with inside the bottle. He just If the top's off the defense... He can't throw it outside the bottle. Just ain't going to happen. So, I would assume Nico will probably have a good game, but don't be surprised if you see Tariq, uh, Tariq Black have a big game or DPJ, hopefully, because I don't know what Ronnie Bell's going to be. I don't. They have him as questionable, so maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. I would assume they're probably going to sit him because this isn't a very big game for us. You know, uh, get him healthy, get him ready for Michigan State the next two weeks, and then in two weeks. Um, so maybe even Mike Sanders still, right? 
Maybe he pops in and has a big game. But don't be surprised if one or two of our wide receiving core has a big game and Shea gets on track. This could actually be the week that he has over 300 yards passing. Um, obviously, we're probably going to set up the run, the pass. Uh, with that two-headed monster the way it's going right now, I don't... I, I just I don't see us stopping it. Why? You know what I mean? When we're hitting the edge the way we are, when we're doing those stretch tosses, when we're doing the cutbacks, when we're doing everything that we're doing because the offensive line is back to where they should be, right? Where they were last year. Uh, this is exciting. Uh, I definitely think our two-headed monster is going to continue to eat up yards and then watch Shea uh, maybe roll out hit a few options there, or the the play action downfield. Um, but a little side note, I don't know if you guys know this, and you probably have already heard it, but I thought this was interesting. Out of the conference, our boy Charbonnet is tied for second. That's right, tied for second. Jonathan Taylor obviously is leading the, uh, the conference in rushing touchdowns, but at 15, but Charbonnet is at nine total touchdowns uh, rushing the ball. Tied with Dobbins and Fields of Ohio State. Not bad company to be a part of, even though I can't stand them. Um, so that's good. I mean, obviously, true freshman, uh, we have these two kids for quite a while. Hope everything kind of, you know, pans out that way. No injuries, no whatever. Um, I haven't been this excited about a running back tandem. I think this is actually the running back tandem that Davion Smith and Ty Isaac could have been if they both weren't the two biggest head cases maybe in Michigan history. Next to maybe, what was that kid, uh, Dennis Green? I think I think it was Dennis Green. Either way, five-star guy that flamed the fuck out. Um, this is... This is the Davion Smith and Ty Isaac we were promised. These two kids are beasts, and they're going to show it this week for sure. Um, but yeah, don't be surprised if Shea looks... <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Don't be shocked if Shea has a good game. Just don't be. He seems to have gotten it together. Uh, maybe he was a little bit more hurt than we thought. Oh, what is going on with my life where I'm now... The biggest fan of Shea Patterson. I would say I'm the biggest fan. I'm like a, uh, I'm like an uncle on his stepfather's side. That's how proud of I, how proud of him I am. I'm like, eh, he's all right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Shea could light it up. I can't even get that out without laughing. Shea could probably light it up, guys. I know he's really doing the leader thing. I'll tell you that. I'm a real big believer in that one. He is a leader. Uh, he's starting to show it. So, God bless him on that one. Uh, I mean, defensively, what do we really have to worry about here? I mean, we're not Howard and we're not Syracuse. So, I guess we don't really have to worry about them offensively. I mean, Josh Jackson really isn't doing anything. Uh, he's 70 for 139, 968 yards, 10 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. Not bad, but not great. You're not going to be like, ooh, watch out for Josh Jackson. I mean, we if we can shut down Ian Book, we can shut down Josh Jackson. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really have. If we can, if first of all, if we can shut down Nate Stanley, Nate Stanley's a better fucking quarterback than Josh Jackson is. Um, and then you got that Pegram. I mean, he's like, 
he looks like he's a 14-year-old out there trying to throw to his big brothers. He's no good. I mean, he's 61 for 102, 642, and three. Three touchdowns, five interceptions. Not great. That's the same dude who couldn't throw 10 yards to get the fucking win over Ohio State last year. So thanks a lot, Pegram. Uh, Pegram or whatever your name is. Um, then you got McFarlane. I, I was, you know, be honest, I was expecting way more from this kid at this point. I I watched him last year. He looked pretty solid. He's got the size. He's got the speed. Uh, he's got the, the vision. I don't know if it's a, I don't watch Maryland very often, so I couldn't tell you if it's their offensive line. Uh, I would assume it has to be because, as we all know, no one in the game has ever won a football game without the offensive line or defensive line being the biggest part of that win, right? Because your, your skilled players can't be skilled or be special if they have no time to do it, right? And Okay, so 98% of the time, your offensive line or defensive line will set the tone and win the game, right? Um, so I would assume that's their, it's their run offense is probably pitiful, but I mean, coming from a guy who, who originated speed and space, Mr. Loxley, um, yeah, no, I... I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I've looked at the scores. I'm not impressed. I wasn't impressed when they beat Howard seventy nine to nothing. Hey, if you want, if I could go beat up on a on a fucking little league team right now, I could do it. I don't want to do it. Would anybody be impressed if I took a me and a bunch of my other friends that have played football or other sports and we just pounded out like a a, a twelve and under league? No one would be. No one would think that's great. So. They shouldn't get credit for playing Howard. Syracuse stinks to high heaven. They are awful. They stink beyond belief. They're, where are you going to get credit for? Maryland's awful this year. Just awful. But with that being said, if we shove our head up our butts and we play like we did against Army or if we play like we did against Middle Tennessee State, it could get a little dicey for about a quarter and a half. But I, we just have too much talent to even worry about this team. That's why this is a great pop quiz to see where we're at as a team. Because this is a team we shouldn't worry about, but let's see how we handle them. If we go out there and we handle it like they're the most important person on our schedule, and we blow them the fuck out like we did uh, Notre Dame, then that shows that this team mentally can handle the ups and downs of a season or the opponents in which they play. That's very, very important. As much as talent as is on the football field, so is the mental game and the mental stability and the belief that you have that you can take care of business no matter who you face. Never play. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Down to the team or up to the team, but just playing at a high level consistently no matter who you play. That's important. That's what we'll find out this week, and that's what I'm really uh, judging this team on because, let's face it, 
that mental makeup or that mental stability is really going to improve the numbers, and we've seen that over the last game and a half. We have seen that Michigan, when they are now in a good, positive mental state and they believe in one another and they're starting to see all the all the uh, the trends trending up and the yards and the points and everything going the way they should be going because of all the hard work they're putting in in practice, this should just be like dessert. They should just crush this like I crush a fucking chocolate donut. Just done in seconds over. Um, I mean, because even Patterson. Patterson's 122 for 214 with uh, 1622 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. I mean, that's better than any one of those white, those fucking quarterbacks fucking uh, Maryland has. I mean, yeah, granted, we're the 68 total offense, but we're getting better. Like, that... That's just a, I you know I wish I would have done maybe one more thing in my in my uh, research to see what our offense is ranked from the Penn State game and with the Notre Dame game because though those are the two games that have really changed who we are and that's what I want to start judging our offense on from Penn State for the rest of the year. I am of the camp that we are going to win. I might be the only one in the camp to be quite honest. Um, but I really do believe we're going to beat Ohio State, and I'll be honest: if we play up to our expectation, we play up to our talent level, we could win by ten. I know it sounds crazy because we saw what Ohio State did to Wisconsin. We saw it, but just remember, Wisconsin is starting to fall apart. Also. They are a lot like us in a way where they look fantastic at home and stink on the road, right? Uh, in big games, they're they're much better on the road against crappy teams than we are on the road. But I'm not here to argue that point because we're a new team. We're it's a new day, right? This is a new day in Michigan football. We're ass beaters now, all right? We're we're clapping butt cheeks as they say. Um, so. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, can I just say something? Ohio State, you know what their their away games are? Or they played, uh, who was, Jesus, I had it. God dang it. It was all sucky teams. <laughs> that was my whole point. They all were all sucky teams. Every good team they play this year is at home. They played Cincinnati at home. They played Wisconsin at home. They'll play Penn State at home. And the only really, t oh, Michigan State they played at home. The only tough game they have all season long that is on the road is against us at Ann Arbor, where Michigan is a completely different team. Think about it. When you're playing cupcakes all year long, like I think they'll play Rutgers on the road. They'll beat you know, whoever, whatever cupcake piss ant team they've been playing so far. Uh, it's all on the road. Like, you know how many times Wisconsin hit Justin Fields last week? Six times. Like, the the offensive line for, uh, for Ohio State's opening up big holes for Dobbins, I guess, but they're not really protecting. They're not really protecting what's-his-nuts. I mean, Fields is getting hit. I mean, even though they... they comfortably beat Wisconsin. If Wisconsin wouldn't have turtled in and quit on themselves, uh, you probably could have seen a different result, to be quite honest with you. I mean, oh, here we go. 
Okay, Ohio State plays Northwestern at Northwestern. Plays Rutgers at Rutgers, right? Those are just the two com- that they've played just recent or the rest of the season. I mean, I don't know who they played at the beginning of the season because they really don't pay attention to Ohio State that much. But you see what I mean? They don't play anybody hard. They haven't. Yes, they look great. I'm not going to take that away from them. Yes, but what does Justin Fields do when he is now faced with a team who wants to beat them? Michigan now has the belief in itself after smacking Ohio, uh, after smacking Notre Dame and coming back and really dominating Penn State. They have the belief that they can beat this Ohio State team. And with beating up on Maryland, getting even more confidence, then uh, curb stomping Michigan State, hopefully, because that, let's face it, that's Michigan State's uh, 100%. That's their Super Bowl this year. They don't care about beating anyone else, but if they can ruin our season and give us that third loss, that's all they want to do. So that's going to be tough. So in the first quarter, it'll probably be a rough one, but after that, we should smack them around. Uh, have our way with them like Bill Cosby after your second drink. Um, but all I'm saying is is that I'm kind of wandering, right? It's obvious. But I'm trying to pull it back, see? Uh, ooh, you're looking behind the curtain of the show. Ooh, look at Adam do it. Uh, anyways, let me get back to saying absolutely nothing. We should just kick the shit out of Maryland. Plain and simple, I'm not even going to hide it. We should do it. My prediction's 42 to nothing. The keys to the game is pretty simple. On uh, defense, just keep up the pressure. Make sure you have a spy and shut down Josh Jackson. Because if you shut him down, they have nothing else to do. They really have nothing anyways. I mean, there's not one key player that I think, well... I still have. I still believe McFarland, man. If you don't pay attention to him and you let him get that first cut, first or second cut, he can hurt you. I really do. He's got all the intangibles to be a good running back. So it's shocking that he's stunk it out so much. But stop Josh Jackson. You know what? Screw it. Key of the game. Stop McFarland. Put as many people in the box as you can. Spy Jackson. And destroy the run from sideline to sideline. We are getting better and faster than we ever were last year. Our defensive backfield is already faster than last year. And you know what? And the reason why I know I'm right is because now I've been saying this from the beginning of the season. I've been saying this. You can go back and document it. I've been saying this from the beginning of the season. And now other podcasters that I listen to are now saying the same thing I've been saying since game one or even the spring game. I've been saying this. So you guys are very lucky to be listening to such a wonderful podcast because I get them right way more than I get them wrong. Only because I don't keep scores, so in my own head I I win. So just remember, I called it out first. We're not losing another game. We're going to beat fucking Ohio State. And we're going to shut down Maryland this week because we're going to shut down the run, put all the onus on Josh Jackson to beat us. We're going to spy him just in case he decides to run, and we're going to lock him down, right? Because they're, they're wide receiver. Their number one wide receiver is some dude named uh, Dante Demas. Demas! I don't even know. I don't even know if that's the right way to say his name. But it's Demas. Are you kidding me? Um, 31 receptions, 487 yards receiving, and four touchdowns. What? Come on, man. That's not even worth LaVert Hill or Avery Thomas's full attention. But they better give it to him so we don't get burned and we don't lose this fucking game. So with that being said, our 
team, our defense, is going to shut down the run, make Josh Jackson beat us, spy him so he can't run for those cheap-ass yards, continue to throw zone at him, confuse the fuck out of these guys. When they put in the little guy Pegram, right, the little person, the whatever you want to call him, whatever. He's got a good deep ball, but that's it. So don't fall for the deep ball as he runs out. Because that's how they really got it to Ohio. They gave it to Ohio State last year. So he would roll out, throw that thing all the way down the field, and luck out because Ohio State fell asleep. We got to watch out for that, too. We watch out for that. Make fucking shut down the run. Make them pass. We'll win this game easy, right? Offensively, pretty easy. I would say just start running the ball like nuts right down their throat and then just play action the hell out of them. And I would say... <laughs> It's like almost automatic when I go to say something nice, I, I start to laugh. Um, <laughs> Shea Patterson could have a big game. <laughs> he could really do it. Yeah, he could. Oh, that's Shea Patterson. He could really do it. But he'll lead us, though. I know I shit on his performance a lot. But he's really becoming a leader. And over the last two games, he's looked pretty decent. Obviously, we have no idea what the, the pass is going to look like because it's supposed to be decent weather, I think. Um, but, yeah, Shea's going to have a good day. Don't be surprised if you see our wide receivers have a big day. Our two-headed monster is going to continue to do what it does. So that's what I say our keys are on offense. Just Shea to do Shea things, not fumble the ball, right? Not do his nickname, but do his other thing. And, you know, just play like we did against Notre Dame. We play like we did against Notre Dame. We put up the same amount of points, maybe by halftime against Maryland, right? And then it's all singing and dancing, and we can have a great time and relax and, you know, jump around and say how great it is to be a Michigan Wolverine. But if not, we dick around and start reading our own our own press clippings. This could be a nightmare of a game that will win 34 to 21 or something stupid. Right, and then lose all the all the momentum that we've gained through the last game and a half. Right, we don't want to do that, and I don't think Michigan's going to do that. So I always say we're going to win forty-two to ten, and I say they get the ten points in like garbage time. Like our third, fourth string guys are in there, and they get a touchdown on that. Um, that's another thing defensively we need to start eliminating if we're going to beat Ohio State is that we have to play complete games, no mental laps in our defense because we have the speed to keep up with Ohio State but we can't mentally allow like Olave or that Hill kid to get past us we can't allow to how we play or how we defended JK Handler Handler to to be the same way we defend Olave or Hill or any of those other Benjamin or whoever else they have on that team because if they if we do one to two mental lapses could mean disaster for us because that's what happened to Wisconsin, and that's what happens to teams. You've got to play top-notch football to beat Ohio State, and it can happen. It's just that's what we have to do. That's what the next three weeks are going to be for us, is finally tuning our offense and our defense to be ready to take down Ohio State, which will probably be number one by the time we play them. I think they're going to bitch-slap Penn State, to be quite honest. I did not see anything that Penn State can do that Ohio State can't cover or make them regret. So, I know this has been more of a big game, pregame Ohio State, but Maryland's boring. Loxley's boring. I mean, he sucked at New Mexico State or New Mexico. I could care less. 
Uh, he obviously had help at Alabama because let's not let's not go crazy, right? Uh, Saban is a Belichick disciple, and he's running his squad just like Belichick does. Yes, all his people go get head coaching jobs, but are they talented enough to keep them? And as what we're seeing, maybe that's the truth. Is maybe they're not. We'll see, though. There's a lot of them. He's got a lot of people out there in there head coaching, but we'll see. Curry Smart seems to be the best one so far. Um, Mike Loxley, however, is not. And that's who we're playing, and that's who we're going to whip. We're going to win 42-10. to 10. This thing should be a laugher. Uh, run DMC should be in by at least the third quarter if everything goes the way I think it's going to go. Um, everything's great, man. I'm not going to have a the big games in the B1G this week because there are no big games in the B1G. Every other, every shit team, uh, it's like, the other than our game, right, obviously, because we care, uh, it's like, it's like the B1G had diarrhea and just shit all over the schedule this week, so, nothing great, plus, I'll be in London, guys, uh, a friend of mine's having a 50th birthday, so, I'm putting this out here today, but I should be back for the reaction episode, and I should be able to see our boys play, so, it's gonna be super awesome, I can't wait, um. Yeah, man, I, that's it, right? We're going to be awesome. We're going to kick ass. We're going to enjoy another fucking week in the basket of the two-headed monster, Shea Patterson, doing Shea things, and the defense kicking ass. That's what we have to look forward to. I'm super fucking excited. This is, the, this is how our season should have been all, all fucking year. So, with that being said, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.